Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast, Wednesday edition of the 10-Minute Tip. If you enjoy Practical Prepping Podcast, we ask you to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about it. We also ask you to consider supporting our podcast. You can do that by buying us a cup or two of coffee by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. We appreciate any support to keep this podcast coming to you. Okay, this is our first episode of the 10-Minute Tip. These should come out every Wednesday and every Friday, and the regular episode will drop each Monday as it has been. And tonight we are looking at low-cost or no-cost prepping tips. What's our topic, Chris? The topic is checking your gear. Oh, what a good idea. You don't want to need something and then find it inoperable later when you really need it. Oh, that puts you in a real trick. Mm -hmm. First off, let's talk about batteries. Yeah, we need to be checking our batteries, and there's no cost to that. We can uh, check them for corrosion or for leakage. How many times have we found an old flashlight or something in a drawer, and those batteries have leaked? and basically ruin the device that they're in. Mm -hmm, That's happened. Also, another safety tip that I want to share is make sure that your brand new batteries are not loose out of the package and rolling around in that drawer because if those contacts come in contact with each other, I understand that batteries can be a real problem if they're rolling around loose. Especially if a 9 volt gets across something like uh, some kind of steel wool or anything like that, it'll set a fire. Yikes. So that's another fire starting tip is you can use steel wool and a 9 volt battery. Now when you're checking your batteries, if you have a voltmeter or a battery tester, it's a good idea to put those batteries on that battery tester or that voltmeter and just see if they're reading a proper amount of voltage. A AAA and a AA battery, as well as C and D, should read at full strength 1.5 volts. And if you check that thing and it gets below about 1.2, 1.1, I'd go ahead and replace that if that's in a device that you're going to have to depend on. If that's your everyday carry flashlight, uh, you might want to do that or at least have another set of batteries with you in case it goes down. What else could we be checking? You need to check smoke detectors. The rule of thumb right here in America is about every time the time changes. If, like for daylight savings time. Used to be every six months, but now that's changed. Now it's every March, November. But if you want to check yours every six months or more frequently, since they're usually, you know, stored for a long period of time, and hopefully, you know, you never actually have to have a smoke detector go off. But my goodness, it's really good idea to have it if you need it. Check those batteries, make sure they're in good working order and very clean. Yeah, I've often used January 1 and July 4. Those are two holidays in the United States, and you could pick two two holidays wherever you are. And the whole point is to check them regularly, and six months is a good time to do it. And I would replace those at least once every year. Absolutely. Yeah, battery check, you know, make sure that you're looking at those. Let's move on. Okay, well... While we're looking at this, uh, let's check the contacts that those batteries contact against. Oh, yeah. Forgot about Inside that. devices, they'll usually have a little metal tab that sticks out or a spring. And if you see that that metal tab that the negative portion of the battery comes in contact with or the, the negative pole, 
then if it's dirty, if it's discolored, one easy way to clean those is with a pencil eraser. You can take a pencil eraser, especially if it's down in something that you can't get your finger down in there real well. You can use that to do that. And uh, if it's where you can get to it, you can use a piece of 400 grit sandpaper or something like that. And you can use sandpaper or a little file on the end of the spring to keep those clean as well. Good idea. Okay. How about checking your communications? You do need to check your communications. You're looking at uh, walkie-talkie devices, ham radios, um, I, I suppose cell phones. You know, a lot of cell phones have removable batteries. You need to be looking at those as well and and replacing as needed. You need to look at the settings and the programming. Prop Is that particularly for your ham radio? Well, any any particular, especially handheld devices, ham radio operators going to usually have his base or mobile set up pretty much like he wants it and he's using that he or she is using that quite regularly so that they know those settings are operable but what about that radio you've put on the shelf and it's been there for a year has the pl tone changed on the repeater i've seen that happen a few times and you just need to check that kind of thing and also check your frequency list probably need to maintain a frequency list and I'm about to put them on the back of our handhelds so that you and I will know this is where we start looking first this is where we look second this is where we look third but we'll be on one of these three repeaters or simplex frequency and we're going to tape it to the back of the radio so that it's always with that radio that's in our bag. Good plan, because that's just, if you're in the middle of a stress emergency, your mind may not be thinking and remembering as clearly as you'd like, and having that reminder is very helpful. I can't remember that many numbers. (laughs) Right. I do good to remember your phone number sometimes, (laughs) and I have had to look that up. Another thing is when we're talking about communications, If you're a licensed ham radio operator, use that radio. Don't just sit and use your mobile or your base all the time. Pull that out, go outside, make a contact with it, make sure it's doing what you want it to do. If you're talking with a buddy, get him to flip over to another repeater or three and just check those out and make sure everything's good with that. All right, moving on. We need to check our bags. We need to check our car bags, our get-home bags, and our bug-out bags. This is where we fall down a lot of times personally. We usually set a holiday that we're going to be home, and we say, we're going to do it this day. And two, three weeks down the road, we haven't done it. There are some things we need to do in there. We need to rotate or check our food items, make sure there's not mold growing on the beef jerky, you know, something like that. Yeah, get rid of the stale crackers. and Get rid of the stale crackers. Feed them to the birds and get us some fresh ones. Right. Mm -hmm. Make sure there's no major dents, dings, or bulges in canned goods that you may have in there. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Also, rotate the clothing. You know, you're going to change the clothing in those bags seasonally. You're going to have winter clothes in winter, spring clothes and summer clothes in the warmer weather. So, you you know, that you may not need that big heavy wool sweater in the middle of August. So make sure that your clothing matches the season for which you are in presently so that you can be relevant. Absolutely. And make sure you've got some sunscreen in there as well. You can get sunburned in the middle of December just as well as you can in the middle of July. You in certainly the can. Not, the wor- in either hemisphere, One for that matter. One of the worst burns I ever had was in the middle of a wintertime. I had been skiing, and I got that white-out blizzard burning, right. on, and I, my face was burnt. Right. It was awful. 
And you've got all that light sunlight reflecting up off of snow mm-hmm. or water or whatever you're skiing. I burned the back of my ears one time fishing in December. We had put sunscreen everywhere else, but I forgot the back of my ears. Oh, yeah. That's the last time I did that. That's tender. Yeah. Okay. Another thing that you can do that doesn't cost anything or is a very low cost, depending on which way you go with this, is to take an inventory. This works whether it's in your pantry or whether it is in your bags. Have you used something and not replaced it? Mm, That's a good one. I saw you go into the prepper pantry the other night to get something that you used for supper. Right. And I've replaced it. Oh, I was going to ask if it was on your (laughs) list. I replaced it today. I was going to ask if it was on your list Mm -hmm. to replace. We also need to look and see if anything is getting worn. You mean worn worn like worn out? Worn out. There's wear and tear on your bag. Tears, rips. Does your poncho have a great big line down through the back where it snagged on something and Mm -hmm. you tore it? Mm -hmm. It's just a good time to inspect and to uh, investigate your equipment. And finally, is there anything that's starting to rust or corrode? Uh, Particularly all steel knife blades, they can rust very easily. I did not know that steel can rust. If it's carbon steel, it's very possible, or it will, if you don't take care of it, it Mm -hmm. will rust. And that's a good time to take that out and oil it down. And we'll talk a little bit more about those in the next episode of the 10-Minute Tip. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.